aunt hope you take her i'll bring the bags the woman took fern gently by the arm and led her along the corridor to a compartment where a man also in his sixties was standing in the doorway watching their approach he stood back to let them in and ushered fern to a seat from the way you speak i think you are english the woman said with a charming smile yes my name is fern edmonds I, too, am English. At least, I was, long ago. Now I am Signora Hope Renucci. This is my husband, Tony. And this young man is our nephew, Dante Renucci. Dante was just entering with the bags, which he shoved under the seats, and then he sat down, rubbing his upper arm. Are you hurt? Hope asked anxiously. He grimaced. Pushing my arm through that narrow space has probably left me with bruises for life. Then a grin broke over his face. It's all right, I'm only joking. Stop fussing. It's our friend here who needs care. Those platforms are hard. That's true, Fern said ruefully, rubbing her knees through her trousers. Would you like me to take a look? He asked, hopefully, reaching out a hand. No, she would not, Hope said, determinedly forestalling him. Behave yourself. In fact, why don't you go to the restaurant car and order something for this young lady? She added sternly. Both of you. Like obedient little boys, both men rose and departed without a word. Hope chuckled. Now, signorina. It is, signorina. Signorina Edmonds, but please, call me Fern. After what your family has done for me, let's not be formal. Good. In that case, there was a knock on the door, and a steward looked in. Oh, yes, you want to make up the berths, Hope said. Let's join the men. As they went along the corridor, Hope asked, Where is your sleeping berth? I don't have one, Fern admitted. I booked at the last minute, and everything was taken. By now they had reached the dining car, where Tony and Dante had taken a table. Dante stood up and graciously showed her to the seat beside him. Here's the ticket, Inspector, Hope said. Let's get the formalities out of the way before we eat. They may be able to find you a berth. But from that moment, things went horribly wrong. As the others showed their paperwork, Fern scrabbled hopelessly in her bag, finally facing the terrible truth. It's gone, she whispered. Everything. My money, the tickets. They must have fallen out when I fell on the platform. Another search produced no result. Disaster. My passport's gone too, she gasped. I've got to go back but the train was now travelling at full speed. It doesn't stop until Naples, Hope explained. They'll stop to throw me off when they find out I've no ticket and no money, Fern said frantically. Hope's voice was soothing. Let's see what we can do about that. Tony began to speak to the inspector in Italian. After a while, he produced his credit card. They're issuing you another ticket. Hope explained. Oh, that's so kind of you. I'll pay you back, I promise.
Let's not worry about that now. First, we have to find you a berth. That's easy, Dante said. My sleeping car is a double, and I'm only using one berth, so... So Tony can come in with you, and Fern can come in with me, Hope said, beaming. What a splendid idea. Actually, Aunt, I was thinking... I know what you were thinking, and you should be ashamed. Yes, Aunt. Anything you say, Aunt. But he winked at Fern, and she couldn't help being charmed. The mere idea of this handsome, confident man doing what he was told was so idiotic, and his air of meekness so clearly an act, that she had to smile and join in the joke. The inspector exchanged some more words with Tony before nodding and hurrying away. He is going to call the station now and tell them to look out.